in this ninth session on Ephesians 1, 3 through 6, I want to go outside this text and simply show that what we saw last time is not unique to this passage, but is a repeated emphasis in Paul so that our understanding is broadened and deepened. Let me read it, and I'll point out where we're going. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he, he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. And I posed the question last time, okay, if it wasn't just Christ that was chosen, but individuals who would be in Christ and thus covered by his blood, which we see in verse 7, and if it is individuals not on the basis of foreseen, self-determined faith, but rather on some other basis, and if it's not on the basis of our innocence, but our guilt, that is, in spite of our guilt, and not on the basis of our innocence, which we saw in verse 7, that this in Christ Jesus is where redemption happens, forgiveness by his blood, well then, what's left for it to be based on? That was the question last time, and we gave two responses. One, in in answering this, Paul moves first towards goals of election and choosing, not ground, and then he gives the ground. So let's read it. He chose us in him before the foundation of the world, and here's the first goal, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us, here's the second goal, for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ. So before we think of any grounds for why we were chosen, if we are believers and faithful in Christ, he says, look at the purpose. You were chosen for holiness, for blameless before me, and you were chosen for adoption to himself through his Son, Jesus Christ, now comes the ground, the basis, according to the purpose of his will. That's it. So you don't look in yourself for the ground of your election. You look at God's will and the purpose of his will. And then he states the purpose. He chooses us in such a way to the praise of the glory of his grace. We are chosen in such a way as to maximize our praise of the glory of his grace. Not anything in us, but that grace would be praised for all eternity as he lavishes the kindness of his grace on us, which is being unfolded in these verses. Now let's go outside the text to see if this is confirmed. So let's go to chapter 2. 
By grace you have been saved through faith. This, and I argued earlier that it refers to grace through faith. This is neuter, and usually pronouns agree with their antecedents in gender, and this is a neuter word. This is feminine, and this is feminine. There's nothing here neuter. So I suggested, and many people would agree, that it's the totality of grace through faith that is not our own doing. It is the gift of God. It's grace through faith is a gift. Our faith is a gift. Grace is a gift. It is not a result of works so that no one may boast. The aim of the way God elects, predestines, and saves is to shut the mouth of all human boasting. And then it does just what chapter 1 does. It shifts to goals, not grounds. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, just like it was for holiness back in chapter 1, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise, not many by worldly standards, worldly standards. Not many were powerful, not many were of noble birth, but God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even things that are not, in order to bring to nothing things that are. Why? Why did he do it this way? So that no human being might boast in the presence of God. So, in chapter 2, so that no one may boast, he saves the way he saves, and here he elects the way he elects to shut the mouth of all human boasting in the presence of God. And then he gives the counterpoint, the opposite side, the positive side. And because of him, you are in Christ Jesus. He didn't just elect Christ Jesus. He elected individuals, and thus he was the one who put them into Christ Jesus. Because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption, so that, so here's the counterpoint, here's the so that, no boasting, here's the so that, as it is written, let those who boast, boast in the Lord. God does everything he does to shut the mouth of human boasting in ourselves and open the mouth of human boasting in the Lord. And this would mean the grace behind this choosing. What about 1 Corinthians 4, 7? For who sees anything different in you? What do you have? What do you have that you did not receive? This is grace. Receive freely. If then you received it, why do you boast as though you did not receive it? Paraphrase. Everything is a gracious gift to shut the mouth of human boasting. One more. 2 Timothy 1, 9. God saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works. Well, then, on the ground of what were we called? Because of his own purpose and grace? There's no ground in us at all for why he called us. We are called according to his purpose. That's Romans 8.28 that I just quoted, and it's the same as here called according to his purpose and grace. And here's the kicker that ties it in with chapter 1 of Ephesians. 
which he gave us, this purpose and grace which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. This is one, this is Ephesians 1, 4. So before the foundation of the world in Ephesians 1, 4, before the foundation of the world, he chose us in him unto the praise of the glory of his grace. So everywhere else we look in Paul, it's the same. God elects the way he elects to base it squarely on the purpose of his purpose and his will and nothing in us. That's where the word unconditional election comes from. It comes from the truth of all these texts that it's based on God's purpose and God's will. And that purpose is to the praise of the glory of grace, not human boasting or anything in us that we could boast in. God elects, God predestines, and God saves to shut my proud mouth and to open the mouth of my praise of grace. May God open our hearts to see this and do it.